Welcome to the Alien Pro Podcast. It's Saturday, June 11th, 2022. This is Doug. I'm joined today by Dr. Bill. And this week, we are saved by NASA because they're going to investigate the UAP phenomenon. So now we're really going to get answers, right, Bill? Things are going to really happen. Yeah, definitely. I listened to the whole thing. Did you listen to the whole thing? The, the press um, conference. Press conference. Yeah, I did. Press conference. Yeah, I did. Which is how they rolled out the plan. I mean, there was no thing to beginning. It was just here's a press conference. This is what we're doing. Well, they did. They did have two um, press announcements, which I got. Oh, I didn't see. It. How yeah. much? Oh, yeah. How long before the uh, press conference did they come out? I think in the morning. Same the, day. The, the, yeah, the same day. It came out the same okay, day. Same yeah. day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is like the same time. So, yeah, yeah, they came out. Uh, the thing was at one p.m. I guess this, they released this two things in the morning. On uh, yeah, says NASA to discuss new UFO study today. Actually, they call it unidentified aerial phenomena. I prefer yeah. UFO. UFO. Yeah. Call call it what it is. Call it what it is. Flying so, saucers. <laughs> well, unidentified flying objects. Um. So NASA will host a media teleconference at 1 p.m. EDT today, Thursday, June 9th. And they go, what came of that, Bill? Hmm? Came of that, what came of that press conference? I listened to it, too, but what was your read on it? Um, oh, yeah, it was fine. Um, let me, uh, well, let's talk about it. So they said, uh, there's a couple things in their announcement that, that actually clarify some stuff in the press conference. So if you'd read these announcements before... And NASA's website, I couldn't find that they had a, you can search and find these things, but they didn't have like a section on the website that just said press releases, although I'm sure there's got to be something somewhere. And uh, I think I'm going to try and find out how to, uh, if they have a mailing list, an email list, try to get on that email list for NASA press releases. Uh, so they... Um, Announced this. I guess they've had it in the works for a while. And he says, UAPs, observations of events in the sky that cannot be identified as aircraft or natural phenomena from a scientific perspective. But that's, that's new. That is new. Right? Yeah. And it's like I have, uh, I mean, I did that short where he was talking about uh, McDonald's, uh, James McDonald's uh, hypothesis on, on UFOs. And he'd been pushing for years to get one to get NASA to get anybody to address uh, UFOs from a scientific perspective it's only taken 50 years and uh, so they're they're saying they want it they're they're interested in it because from both a national and an air safety issue it's a national security issue and an air safety issue and they want to provide which ones are natural provides a key for identifying and mitigating such Establishing which events are natural provides a key first to identifying and mitigating such phenomena. Why do we need to mitigate this phenomena? It hasn't hurt any aircraft or an, or damaged planes or anything. Why do we need mitigation for this? It's not like well, it's, it's because we're worried that well, this is the thing with the with the congressional thing. They're worried that it's eventually going to run into one of our big planes. <laughs> I mean, it's, well, so this, it's creating a problem. This stuff is a concern. 
this stuff has been happening for 70 years, and there's only like one plane that... That, that indeed. Well, as long as we've been flying, these things have been flying around. Yeah, so, so it's, 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 it's like Mantell is the only one where they, they think there was an incident occurring with a UFO was, sighting. Is Mantell? even know. Yeah. It's Mantell. We, yeah. yeah, yeah, with the Mustang. So, um, did but, you... Okay, but, so I, I, just, I would... Oh, go ahead. They want to emphasize the last sentence in the first press release is... There is no evidence UFOs are extraterrestrial in origin. They repeat that. There's no evidence to the contrary. Yeah, there's no evidence for, there's no evidence against. Uh, I would like to say, did you uh, catch what the budget is for this? Yeah, did you? Yes, I did. It's $100,000, which is they, nothing. 10000 10, to 100000 They don't have a specific budget number. They have a range. Yeah, it's a nothing budget. I mean, that is nothing. And one of the people, that, one of the correspondents that called in actually brought that up and said, um, yeah, yeah, that seems kind of, yeah. that doesn't really seem like you're taking, not, they didn't say, but it seems to me it's like, this is, uh, this is, and one of the comments on the, I got it on YouTube, uh, but it's more NASA smoking or more government smoking mirrors, you know. Oh, that's why. And... Well, it's this budget is is minuscule. I mean, I just to toot my own horn. I was approached to uh, consult on a project, and the budget for my consultation was nineteen thousand um, dollars. Yeah, and that was you know spread out over six months or a year, and um, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not talking. They're not talking about having a lot of people because that. They're going to have, I mean, at a hundred thousand dollars, you're going to be have to pay. Was that ten people, ten thousand maybe for the? And they're going to be getting it hourly. And these people, yeah. the hourly rates are going to be, you know, a hundred, hundred fifty bucks an hour. Twenty people part time with no benefits. That's what I'm thinking. Well, what it is is it's people. You got people that already have jobs and work in some sort of professional yeah, capacity. Part-time. Yeah, and they come in and they go, well, you're going to be a consultant on this. So well, even in the even in the press conference, they said, "Well, you know, we didn't have all the experts called in because they had scheduling conflicts. It wasn't even important enough to stay online the whole time for the press conference." I know this is a it's a joke. I really thought. I'm sorry. I know we're excited, but it's it's kind of a joke. I think I don't. It's well I'm not taking it serious. Well, there's it's a first pass, and so what they're talking about in the second press release that they came out with. Um, what it gets a little clearer this really has a feeling of a last minute sort of uh, event or presentation yeah and they said in the the second press release they said it's going to start in the, in the fall to examine ufos um to observe events in the sky that cannot be identified as act aircraft or known natural phenomena from a scientific perspective the study will focus on identifying available data, how best to collect future data, and how NASA can use that data to move the scientific understanding of UFOs forward. So there, there's um, all they're going to do is they're going to look at old data. And then the guy Spurgle um, mentioned during the press conference that he was that what they're going to do is they're going to use AI and uh, machine learning to um, to examine. I mean, what? So they're going to. They're going to look at old I'm data. I'm ready. I'm oh, ready. They're going to look at old data. Come on. And the thing is, is that <laughs> I, I don't even know how they're going to approach this because it's like you have to, to machine learning and AI, you have to train 
the um, these programs to identify things. That's how they did it with like facial recognition. You just feed in millions of faces into um, these programs, and then they learn how to identify individual faces and correlate and track them and whatever. But the problem is, is with all this data, every, any anomalous data that was in the NASA photos and films and whatnot, people would, if they, if it looked like a UFO or it was unknown, what would they do in the past 50 years? You're going to, oh, it looks like a UFO. No, they're going to go, oh, it's a, it's something wrong with the um, camera. It's yeah. something else. It's this. There's a, we can get into that a little bit, a little bit, a little later. And the, um, you know, so anybody who saw any anomalous data in the, the um, you know, media from NASA are either going to log it as some sort of something wrong with the equipment or they're going to not say anything about it because they're going to, they didn't want to, their reputation damaged. Another thing that this press release says is the limited number of observation of UFOs currently makes it difficult to draw scientific conclusions about the nature of such events. So there's been very limited uh, number of sightings of UFOs for the past 70 years other than the uh, thousands that have been documented uh, by different organizations. And some of the stuff is very well documented. So like NICAP in the 60s. Before they comment, um, yeah, comment is the yeah. fact that NASA is even acknowledging the UFO subject is amazing. I don't yeah, disagree no, it's awesome. with that. It's what's what's changed. But admitting that they look for extinct races on Mars is also a step forward. I haven't heard that before. Have you well, heard that? And if you listen to the I drink my beverage. I found the last Coke in the fridge. Um, if you listen to the um, press conference, Zaburkin, what's the guy's name? Um, You're not drinking that stuff your wife makes. It turns into alcohol yeah, accidentally, I right? I should be. I don't think there's any in there. <laughs> um, we actually had a, a, a bottle of the stuff explode in the in the refrigerator once. Oh, that's a, that's yeah. a waste. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it exploded. Paint, it melted the refrigerator. No, yeah. <laughs> it's not that, that stuff. But it exploded in the fridge, and the uh, kid got up and discovered it in the middle of the night and cleaned it up. Cause... didn't say anything. Cleaned it up in the, oh, in the morning. Yeah, I was like, who? what kid does that? How old was he? Oh, I don't know. 15 or something? Oh, wow. That's a good, that's a good kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who does that? What kid does that? Yeah, not no 15-year-old that I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would have just shut the door and gone back to bed, got what I wanted. Yeah, I know. I, would, I probably wouldn't have cleaned it up. <laughs> <laughs> I might, wouldn't, might not clean it up now. Yeah, I, w yeah, I would clean it up because I would. It would have been worth it for me to wake up the next morning and go, did you see that? I could even, not even, no. like, what happened? What? No. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. I was, I was half asleep. I didn't even notice. Let it, we're going to unleash the, you know, indiscretions of married men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, I was shocked. I mean, cleaned it up, cleaned up the glass, cleaned out the fridge, cleaned it out of the fridge. Wow. Yeah. Who does that? What's wrong with this kid? So, uh, wow. Now, Thomas Zubukin, uh, Associate Administrator of the Agency's Science Mission Directorate, he mentioned looking for, he mentioned looking for um, extinct life on Mars during the press conference. And those, I think that's exactly the words that he used, was extinct life on Mars. Wow. 
which suggests, I like that. yeah, I do too. So, I mean, I my my feeling is that there is, or there used to be life on Mars, and that we yeah. will find we will find evidence of that. There's there's and there's quite possibly based on some of the evidence that's coming out now, um, uh, current life on Mars. So it's because yeah. it, of the methane that we see in the atmosphere and things like that, the periodic methane. Microbial at this point, though, right? Or are you thinking there might be life underground or something? Giant sandworms. Yeah, giant, those are the best. Giant sandworms. Yeah, it, yeah like it's my, Dune. It's yeah, gonna be like just, Dune. Just like Dune. Just like Dune. <laughs> um, yeah, it's probably uh, probably microbial. Sin mod dib. Yeah. Oh, mod dib. Oh yeah, mod dib. He's there. Did you see the new Dune movie? It's on. Yeah. 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 Not yeah, bad. We saw it. Not we bad. watched it. Not bad. I didn't really. I wasn't a bit. I liked <laughs> the the other, the original. I just it was weird because the spaceships were like some 18th century colonial castle looking thing. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, that one was. A, that one was. <laughs> I, I I was really looking forward when the old movie came out, but then the guy that made it, who was the same guy that did. Um, Oh, that weird TV show. Um, I can't remember what it was. He um, he combined Dune and the second book, which is like so. Dune is like this really thick novel. Yeah, I've read, I've read all the. I've read them all. Yeah, and but the second one is a skinny little thing. Yeah. And, and the guy the guy combined um, that book with the second book. That's like, oh, I, the only reason I can figure he did that he was too lazy to finish reading the first book. And he like got through part of it, and he said, "Ah, oh, screw it! I'm just going to read the second book and write a script." It's like, why combine those two books into a massive movie that you could, you know, that you could make four movies out of or more? Anyway, that was weird. But yeah, that old one had some great stuff in it. it had some. It was it had some great stuff in it, but it didn't work. I remember trying to watch it years later, and it just I couldn't couldn't get through it again. Although I paid money to see it in a the theater. Um, Another comment here. How about using witness testimony? This is regarding the NASA yeah. uh, UAP hunt. Um, witness testimonies as data. We have to broaden our scientific spectrum of instrumentation to understand the phenomenon. It's not replica replicable like studies in a test lab. Ask the witnesses of the aerial phenomena or the Westall 1966 case. And you have to force the agencies of the intelligence apparatus to sift through their archives and release the withholded information. Americans were involved in the Australian Westall case oh. that involved departments and have to share their information. Is this the school, the one where it landed by school or something? I'm not sure. There was that one, and then there was also people were seeing a, a flying triangle in Western Australia that they were saying that might be a... Um, uh, experimental aircraft yeah. the Westall that might be the one where they there was also kids seeing something landing near the playground or something yeah. I don't know what we're gonna get out of this yeah, but this is the study to see if we need to do a study almost you know I mean it, it's it, basically well they're they're gonna look at the data um, they're gonna see what the data is out there I don't know how they're gonna they want to use AI and machine learning to analyze the data but how are you going to train train these programs to 
look for anomalies. I guess you can train them to say this is normal, and if you see something that's not normal, then you give a result. Um, the second press release, they also say there's no evidence that UAPs are extraterrestrial. And then Spurgel said, given the paucity of observations, our first task is simply to gather the most robust set of data that we can. We will be identifying what data from civilians, government, nonprofit companies exist, what else we should try to collect, and how best to analyze it. It's going to be nine months to complete the preliminary study. Um, at $100,000. At $100,000. That's only, they can only put in, I put in, a, I did a calculation, that's 650 hours worth of work based at, a, at what these guys are going to pay themselves a minimum $150 an hour. Damn. So at $100,000, you got 650 hours, man hours in the project. And that comes out to 16 weeks. So, yeah, so there, yeah, that maybe, who knows. Um, oh, we'll have to like everything, like the congressional thing and everything else where you have to wait and get nothing. I can already tell you what's going to happen. Nothing. Okay. Well, we've looked at skeptical. the data. We've looked at it. We looked at it. Yeah. We, and uh, we didn't really, you know, there's nothing. They, they're not, we don't have the tech. It just seems, unless NASA's got this technology that, they're going to be able to utilize to figure out what's going on with these things but it's um it's really kind of bizarre um the next comment is uh you know what nasa means <laughs> is uh the acronym is never a straight answer <laughs> i read uh i read ellen elon elon musk um there was an unauthorized biography by elon musk and there's a line that stuck with me out of this book because you know elon musk is you know, building rockets and wants to go to Mars, and it's real exciting, right? Yeah. And one of the lines in this book was NASA, which takes something like space exploration, as exciting as space exploration, and makes it boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how can you make something like that awesome? So boring. So true. Yeah. Hey, did yeah, you so see the, the new episode of From All Mankind? For All Mankind? on apple TV. no i didn't know it was out yeah new one new episodes out it's all right oh check it out check it out uh they also say in this that uh they're open nasa's principles of openness transparency scientific integrity report will be shared with the public um i can remember some of the readings i'm doing is uh james mcdonald and other people asking nasa to look into this stuff and and nasa going no no and then we had a big scientific, we've already had a big scientific study on uh, UFOs, the Condon Report, scientific study of, of um, flying saucers. And they came up with the conclusion that uh, it was uh, psychological hysteria. And uh, that put sci flying saucers to bed in 1969. So yeah. I don't know what's going on now. Well, oh. now it's not. <laughs> well, we just can't figure out what it is because we're not technologically advanced enough. They're just looking at us like we're stupid. We just keep seeing these things. We don't know what's going yeah. on. We just keep saying them. They don't exist. There's this. So how come? Yeah. I just what is is NASA suffering from mass psychological hysteria? So is yeah, Harvard not, and uh, the Defense and, Department? Well, NASA's doing this thing. And what about Galileo? You know, you got Galileo. That's Harvard. Yeah, Harvard. Their pri is that 
more that's essentially or less private. It's essentially private. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, so, DOD is looking at it, and that's essentially classified. So um, this is a this is a positive because we might actually be able to see something and get some information. Although if they come out with a six-page report in nine months, um, that might be a little disappointing. How much? Uh, what's the over/under? We're oh, going to do. Um, <laughs> well, it looks like what they do is is there's either going to be a 300-page report that five people might read, or there's going to be a six-page report with no information. So, I mean, that's, that's the over- secret. Half of it'll be secret. Yeah, that's the over/under. <laughs> That's, that's six to three hundred. Yeah, it it's going to be like the congressional report where they can't. We it, we're all excited about it coming out, and then they go, "Well, there's some of this we can't talk about. It's secret, secret, <laughs> something secret." You know, because why? Because of tech. Because it has to do with you know technology or our, our our you know tech military technology, so we can't let it out. You know, yeah. so. Uh, yeah. You can't just not talk about the technology just, and talk about what you saw just or experienced. It. Just talk and just say it. So you can't. You don't have to talk about the propulsion system of the F eighteen. Okay. <laughs> we know what radar is. We know. We know how yeah. cameras work, and we know how radar works. Just, just give us the data and mask the particulars. Just show us the yeah. pictures. Show us the pictures. <laughs> Another person says this sounds like a 1980s telephone conference, and it really did. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Well, I guess they're still afraid of um, COVID, so that's why it's, everything's got to re- be remote. Well, they don't have a big budget, Bill. They can't fly everybody in. <laughs> they don't have any budget <laughs> now. I mean, it's it's ten. It's travel. the budget's ten to a hundred thousand dollars. What if the what if um, I guess the guy deciding uh, in the press conference are asking who who decided this thing and um, it, Thomas Zubukin said that he was the one who decided to do this and so I guess he's the one who decides the budget what if he decides 10 grand yeah that's 10 grand what is that hear anything oh, I just won't hear anything it'll yeah. die whatever happened to that whatever happened know, it was like a lot of stuff so 10, we'll, we'll forget by Tuesday this thing even came out so <laughs> that's, that's the way it is. Ten, ten grand is sixty-five hours worth of work, basically that you can put into this. Um, so, oh, um, and then they the press release went on to tell us that the well, this is cool, which I didn't know. They said the James Webb Space Telescope will try to spot biosignatures in atmospheres around other planets, spotting oxygen and carbon dioxide in other atmospheres. Uh, could suggest an exoplanet support of plants and animals like our does. Now, that's very cool, and I didn't know that was part cool. of the yeah. I didn't know that was part of the James Webb Telescope's mission. Oh, so yeah. Any other juicy comments from the? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. There, there's so many. Most there's a lot of. This is a dog and pony show. I mean, there's a lot of them that say that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, I don't know, how much uh, how much of a marketing win could this have been? There were many issues in which the general beliefs of the public have been ahead of the curve or consensus. We'd like to think, though, they may be improving. This person went on and on. I think they're trying to press somebody, but <laughs> too much. And there's a, yeah, never a straight answer. There's lots of NASA's never a straight answer. 
a lot of people are underwhelmed as as am i and another one a hundred thousand dollar with a bunch of question marks <laughs> yeah i was uh i was under underwhelmed um we'll see we'll see i mean it's um yeah i don't know i don't know i have um i mean like i've said before i've i've just started reading this extensive ufo literature and, and looking into things and um um, you know, I've come to the come to the conclusion that something is definitely going on, and um, want to keep looking into the the reported literature and the sightings and all this stuff. And maybe something will something will stand out that will provide some information and a direction of and an arrow to the secret alien base is what I want. I want to find out They're the underground. The secret, secret alien secret underground alien. base. Yeah, the secret alien base. Where are base. they landing? Yeah. <laughs> Track them until you find out where they land and Which, where they're going. Or if they're going to the mothership. The mothership. Where? Well, I'm, I'm reading, yeah. um, I was just reading, um, I'm finishing reading this book by um, Lore, who sort of, I, I, it's a weird book, but he, it, it's talking about sightings. It was supposed to be his life in um, the UFO thing, but it's just more like a, litany of ufo sightings but 1978 there was a bunch of really good sightings in um, syracuse new york i think really wow. good really obvious ones and it's like you think that by that point that our our network our radar traffic control or tracking systems could could follow something like this follow these unusual but you know what i don't know how the modern radar works apparently I mean, you see this in movies, and it's sort of funky, but if, if the airplane turns off its transponder, they're like, the air traffic controllers can't see the airplane. Yeah, that was like with the Indonesia flight that they just turn, he, they it, never it, found it, out it what just, happened to it. They turn off the transponder, and the plane's just invisible. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how this... How the, then how do we track enemy aircraft? Well, it is the, you know, the, yeah, I was listening to something. They're saying apparently it's a different, it's a different radar. I mean, the old radar, there was no this tracking. I don't know how the systems work now. And maybe here's a here's a crazy speculation. Maybe they put together these uh, these systems where the radars only see stuff with transponders because they don't want people to freak out because they're seeing things they can't explain. Could be, yeah. So I don't but know. Really, I, I mean, know. then we know a hell of a lot more than we are letting on to. Well, I think we've beat this one, the NASA thing to death. We'll see where it goes. How about, uh, hey, the well, new Skinwalker came out. I know you're happy. Yeah, I know. Let me look at. Did you um, watch it? I did. Let me look at my notes for the. Um, I took a bunch of notes for the um, NASA. Uh, let me just hit a couple points. Nine, we talk about nine months. Washington Post was wondering about um, if there's going to be reputational harm to scientists that look into this. It's like didn't be anymore. Yeah, yeah, people have accepted it. I mean, that's that's yeah. one of the things that's really shocked me. It's like in the last what four months, all of a sudden, it's it's you're not a nut if you're talking about UFOs. That's like. How how does that happen so quickly? That's that was one of the things that came up. The budget, um, NASA is going to pick the members of this program. I guess NASA has to ultimately approve um, who's going to be on this this research panel. 
So I guess we're not we're not going to be picked. How do you uh, know? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, call well, me. Call. Well, you're 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 a PhD. They're you're more likely to go before me, but they, keep me in the loop. They want they want <laughs> they want computer people. This guy Spurgel is a uh, computational astrophysicist, which means he he. How do you spell that? I can't I can't do that. It's uh, which means he does uh, does stuff on computers. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a program to simulate it. Um, that's AI. Use, that's useful. Yeah, yeah. AI. It's uh, AI analysis of of image data, lots of image data, which is which is really cool. Um, and then he said Atlantic asked to Atlantic magazine asked who mandated the project, and uh, the Zerbi did that. Uh, asked why it wasn't in, why it wasn't in aerodynamics and why is it in space space missions, which is an interesting place to put it because because this reporter was saying if this was in you know, this is aerial phenomena that may is a flight safety. Why isn't it in aerodynamics? Instead, we're putting it in space missions. Right. So that's that's um, interesting. Um, and NASA has massive data. Uh, I'm only looking at that basic early. Okay. So this guy said um, the ABC asked a question, and they said early the er, Evans. He's, who's the other guy that was on this project. He said, basically, it, this project is to make a proposal to implement a research project. That project to see if we yeah. need to do a project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just to write, we're just writing a proposal. I've written a few of those. I ran uh, for that. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, how to collect data, how to wow. analyze data. Uh, New York Times. New York Times is sort of interesting. He says, uh, NASA is now willing to consider extraterrestrials here and now, is, is what this guy says. So you're, the New York Times guy goes, you're, so you're willing to, to consider extraterrestrials here and now. He goes, how about extraterrestrials in the universe? And then the guy says, oh, we're looking for techno signatures. Yeah. Um, well, like you and I said, maybe they're not even piloted. You know, they yeah. could be drones. Gulf of Data, Axios. Oh, and that's where the guy said UAPs mentioned the same breath as life on Mars. Okay. So so the Zerbi guy, he's... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if that was a Freudian slip or uh, his belief, but he was talking about, you know, extinct life on Mars. He says, our search for extinct life on Mars. So I thought that was, that was good. But maybe that's a careful... If you think about it, that might be a careful answer. Because you can't say there's life on our on Mars, and we're looking for extinct life on Mars. Well, it's Mars is probably going to be what the Earth is going to look like any of anyway. It's just gonna... oh, no, it's in a, it's supposed to. The Earth is Mars. Is the Earth is going to look like Mars in ten years? Is what I've been told. Oh, really? Not eons, huh? No, I mean this is this is if unless we get global warming under control right now, this is what that's we're going to look like Mars. That's what I've been. We're told. not. Or not in ten years, or not? <laughs> Don't tell me that. You know we're Don't not. Don't tell me that. It's going to happen. You're going to be cremated anyway, aren't you? Or are you going to be buried? You going to be cremated? Why do I care? <laughs> I won't know. I won't know. I don't care. You know, I think you're going to be here in ten years. <laughs> the whole um, the whole planet's going to look like Mars in ten years. We're running out of everything. I mean, it's just like look at it now. We're running out of look at gas. The short gas shortage has caused the price to double in a year um 
And now food. There's apparently there's going to be massive food shortages coming up. We're all doomed. Just Did you realize that Chevron's profits soared no. over the last few months? How could that be? <laughs> How could that be? That's insane. Everyone better invest in Chevron than the only one. Oh, I've, I've looked. <laughs> Chevron's not a great stock. Surprise. It might be now. Mm. In the short term, it might be. Mm. I'm not going to do it. <clears throat> no. I've I've looked I've thought about that I've looked into that and Chevron is surprisingly surprisingly a mediocre stock uh, unless they really ramp up their dividends if they start paying ten to fifteen percent dividend on the stock price yeah but they're never going to do that so uh, price wise they don't they don't appreciate decently either I mean the price has been like a lot of these companies and that's it for the financial report for today. <laughs> Because I have a different, my, my strategy is different. I just buy and sell it real quick and make, make a little money short term yes. and move on to the next one. Yes. All right. Have we got, have we beat NASA to death yet? Or yeah. you got any more comments? God, no, I'm, I'm done. I agree with a lot of the people, <laughs> sure. the comments. It's actually, I'm, I'm really, really like the comments and the people looking at it just saying, you know, it's just a, it's a dog and pony show. So in nine months they will present a what was it a proposal if to see if they want to propose something a proposal <laughs> in nine months they will have a proposal to implement a research program if they if, yeah if they so, think it's worthy yeah so <laughs> i mean i think that's the most uh damning statement from this whole press press thing a proposal to implement a research a research program is what they're doing right okay yeah i mean why not well, what, do, why not do the proposal like it's like a this is a it's like a pr stunt this is just a pr stunt so nasa is jumping on the ufo bandwagon for some reason why are they doing that that's what i well, want nasa to is tracks nasa is really good at tracking things that we launch so maybe they're going to redirect their resources to be able to change their tracking to, you know, if you or I were doing the tracking, we when we didn't have anything in the air, we'd probably be screwing around trying to look for stuff. <laughs> um, well, but then, you know, I'm saying it's like historically, if they saw any anomalies, you know, people are going to go, I don't know what it is. Or you're not going to say anything, or you're going to go, it's an equipment glitch. Yeah, they're not going to, because they want to be discredited. Yeah. You know, they're, um, and, and drummed out of NASA. It's like this, uh, I don't know if we're go we may not talk about it, but the Soviet saucer article. Um, yep. I mean, this guy, um, this guy is a NASA guy, and he, um, I mean, he, he said all the Soviet, the Soviet saucer sightings were Soviet, secret Soviet launches and all this other stuff. And then he has a book, because there's a lot of people who are saying, uh, NASA has seen weird things through the year, and this guy James Oberg wrote a book uh, where he's analyzed all these anomalies that have been reported by NASA and found explanations for them. I haven't, I haven't, I've looked at the book. I've decided I didn't want to buy it because it's just like it's, you know, I, I'll, yeah. come, I'll come back to that if something if comes up to it. But it's just like you look at this book and it's just like uh he's just he goes okay so they see this and it's this and they see this and it's this and they see this and it's this and then he did the same thing with the soviet ufo sightings he's going yeah they're seeing flying saucers but it's their secret rocket launches 
And that's what all that was about. Yeah. And then the, yeah. um, um, so that's what that has been the game plan for NASA for the last 50 years is any anomaly. They're going to come up with an explanation and they're going to say, Oh, it's ice coming off the capsule. It's, you know, reflection of the sun. It's this, it's that we found an explanation. Shut up, go away. We're going to every, and nobody's going to accept that. No one is going to accept anomalous data because the, the basic premise is you start from the idea that it's something explainable. And if you can't find an explanation for it, you keep looking or you make shit up, which is what uh, Project Blue Book used to do. Yeah. It's like with a lot of their stuff, they would say, oh, um, or they would, um, uh, McDonald was reporting on that. They would have different sightings and then they would report uh, something about it. You know, oh, it was this, it was a balloon. There was one thing I was yeah. reading by McDonald's goes, yeah, uh, Blue Book reported it as a balloon. He went in, he looked, he says there was no balloons in the area. There was no balloon launches within, you know, 200 miles or whatever of this, this thing that people saw. So anyway, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, we'll see nine months. They will have a, uh, proposal for a research project. I can't remember those words. God, <laughs> they will have a, I can't find it now. <laughs> oh my God. I have to uh, let it die. Let's let move die. on. Oh, they will have a proposal to implement a research program. I gotta highlight that. <laughs> God. So, Skinwalker. So, what'd you think about this episode? Um, digging deeper. Digging deeper. Oh, <laughs> uh, I had. Um, it was. Uh, Oh, the cow episode, the dying cow. Yeah, episode. the dying cow episode. It um, it's pretty bad. As far as they go, last week was uh, what did they do last week, or two weeks ago? They had a hiatus for the holiday. Yeah. Um, two weeks ago was the um, guys with the telescopes and the rockets. Yeah. Yeah. That one actually wasn't bad, although I had a lot of criticism. This one was was. Um, pretty weak the first thing they had was the sick cow I mean, yeah. the cow was messed up I don't, I don't know what that cat was wrong with that cow well then they all, they had the guy i guess those cows are on their uh on the ranch by and they don't own them they're owned by somebody else and they use them to keep the weeds down or something well and it's, then it's, it's in that area this if you look at the the satellite map this in that area this is the best grazing land in the former um, Ute, uh, Indian Ute, Ute, Ute Indian yeah. Reservation. This is the best grazing land in the area. So um, they, you know, basically the, the I think the, the rancher is paying them to allow his cows to be, you know, grazed on their property. So. Rancher's paying him oh because he has yeah. he needs he's to got raise the grass. He's, okay he, you know this there's, there's some sort of payment plan in there but the thing that bothered oh, he... me i mean that cow was messed up and the thing that bothered me is how about calling a vet yeah I mean, well yeah call... yeah i know yeah. they were just let it stagger all around and so well, it was kind it of hurtful to watch yeah we're gonna bring it back you know or... bring it back to my ranch and, and then what are you gonna do shoot it well and then 
can we autopsy it maybe it was a lie yeah. they, no it's um, can we find out what was after they, it's dead it's can a, they it's find a, out what happened what's wrong with it well if you do an autopsy while something's living it's called a vivisection so yeah um, well i figured they would let it kill it first because it was in bad shape um, well it died of a gunshot wound yeah well we know yeah. what else is wrong with it poor cow <laughs> yeah. that guy she it was, was hurtful to watch was, are we just gonna sick. keep let's chase it around. I will watch this. how long are we gonna watch this cow stagger around and do nothing put it on a truck or get a vet out yeah. there to look at it well they're taking it back to their yeah. ranch to have a vet look at it and uh we may never hear what was really wrong with the cow and then they said it's exact same location as um as that other cow under a uap which to me looked like it was probably a bird smear in their their um not a uap but a bird flying yeah. across i don't know because yeah. they're, they're shooting at 24 their cameras are 20 they were saying in this episode there's their cameras are 24 frames so yeah. i um which is the standard for um tv um so yeah i don't i don't believe that uh, and then they had Colonel John Alexander, who was an original investigator with um, Bigelow out at the ranch. And yep. he, he, had a, he had a look on his face like he was constantly, you know, sort of huffing his own farts and, <laughs> and enjoying it. I really think that the people that, I don't know, if, I don't know, I like to believe that B Bigelow was, you know, upright and honest in, in his investigations. I have a feeling that he got scammed big time um but this guy uh, do you yeah. think colonel john alexander would make up the story of you know that distortion field that's floating through the olive trees i don't know if it means anything they were saying it was on a, i don't know i don't know what it means i mean how do you um uh, i mean how, how do you know it, it it's a single it's a single piece of footage uh from a single camera if you have it from from multiple cameras from multiple angles or at least two people filming it i'd say yeah it's something interesting going on but if it's just it's an anomaly with the camera it's something weird going on with it it was night vision so i don't know could have been uh, it could have been a drop of liquid on the lens of the night vision camera or goggles whatever they're using and when you move it around you're going to get a nice distortion field and it's just like come on it's uh um, like I said, I really, I feel that, um, I don't think it was Bigelow, but I feel like this is just a big giant scam out there for the years they were out there doing their supposed research. Um, you don't think John Alexander is a valid, you know, he's a colonel in the army. Well, I he mean, was doing, he, he was, resonate? he's got a, he's I got mean, a good reputation, but it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't say he was involved in it, but it's just like, I feel like, um. The ranch was a money pit for Bigelow, and it's like, you know, the guys paying the bills. You come up with the data, right? Yeah. You, you wanna, you wanna keep collect. They collect. They were out there for twenty years. Bigelow was paying the bills out there for twenty years or something crazy, and it's like you're gonna keep. It's like what we're seeing with the show. You're gonna keep. They keep coming up with yeah. interesting tidbits. Because the money tree, money come in. Yeah. the money tree, right? I mean, this this is all up and down the line. I don't, and I don't. Uh, this case is a little different because it's got a TV show that's going to generate revenue. But with Bigelow, he was the he was the money guy, and they kept up coming up with with tidbits. 
kept feeding him uh, feeding him money. It's like the story where they go, well, you know, when we put the cameras out, they seemed to know where the uh, uh, cameras were, and then things would happen where the cameras weren't. You mean like a like a person that was sneaking on your property to mess with you yeah. because they yeah. hate you? Uh, who has eyes in their head and they can see your friggin' camera and they go, okay, we're going to stay away from the camera. Like, give me yeah. a break. Um, yeah, he said the cow mutilation while they were there. I don't know if it was during the day or the night. Yeah, it was, when the it was during happened. the day. It was during the day. And all of a sudden the cow was dead and the next thing you know it was missing all of its meat. <laughs> well, you know, if you're going to if you're gonna be messing with people, I mean, we, I saw a documentary or something about that and a lot of the stuff that they were talking about if you're going to be messing with people you're going to be uh gaslighting someone especially if you're a hateful neighbor um that knows that once you cross your property line legally they can't do anything to you i mean you have safe you know 100 yards this way you get onto your land um they can't touch you for anything yeah. uh if they if they catch you so even if they see you you just run like hell and hop the fence and you're like you know, it's, it's like hitting home, home, hitting a home run. <laughs> Can't touch me now. Fuck you. Um, are you. Now, are you saying it's the Indians again? Are, are you uh, I think, to, it's, you think I, it's the Indians. Yeah, I think there's a lot of hate, and I know that the uh, the there's a lot of hate and a lot of crazy in that area because the 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 reservation was chopped up in the early part of the last century by the Utah government because they would say the Indians, you're not using the land, you got to give it give it to us you got to take it away and that which is insane for skywalker ranch skinwalker skinwalker ranch because skinwalker ranch is some of the best uh ranch land in that area and if you go on the look on the ridge above not to the the ridge that they always show uh, on the show but the the reverse ridge on the back side it's all covered with oil wells you know with the those yeah. things that pump yeah and it's just yeah. like um, there was really strong motivation to to basically steal from the Indians, and uh, there's not a lot of love in that that county. And uh, like I said before, the sheriff has a really bad reputation for going on tribal land and arresting people when he's not allowed to. And the problem stems from the fact that the the county is such a patchwork of tribal land because of the the state's land grab of reservation land and land in the early um, part of the last century. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess out there. So, I mean, if we were, if we were native Americans and we'd grown up out there, we'd be going onto that place and fucking yeah, up. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, we would fucking with them <laughs> I mean, night and day. We'd be making our life plan. <laughs> oh my God. You know, we would, we'd be out there with, you know, you know, I bet you I can sprint into their field, kill that calf, get most of the meat off it, and get out of there before the guy comes back. Set. All right, you time me. <laughs> yeah, we would have done crap like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's a lot of hate in that area. Um, so the um, when they uh, launched the the smaller rocket. rocket. Oh, the bulldozer died. Oh, equipment. I keep having no equipment. Oh, yeah, the bulldozer hey, died. This was uh, freaky. This was really freaky. I was I was lying in bed watching the um, watching that show with my, my earbuds in on my laptop, and I'm taking notes for the show on my uh, iPad. And when the bulldozer died, 
my Apple Pencil died at exactly the same time. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, what's going on? This is weird. <laughs> and I couldn't get it to work again. I mean, I struggled and struggled with this thing to get it to work. Uh, the tip was loose. I just had to tighten it up a little bit and it started working again. I was just like, hey. Maybe they should have tightened the terminals on the battery. Maybe, <laughs> I just checked it. Yeah, well, we maybe you didn't two, tighten them properly. We just put two new batteries in it. Who put two new batteries? Why do you say shit like that? I mean, yeah, we just put two new. We put ten new batteries in it, and then they still don't run the, the thing. They just like abandon it in the field, and then they show video of the guy just like wiggling levers on the thing. Try the key, dude. Get a voltmeter. Throw it on the on the batteries. Do some basic mechanics. And then they saw, oh, and then when they're out there, um, uh, they saw the 1.6 gigahertz signal. Yeah, and you know, yeah, that, well, you, I sent hole. you a, uh, yeah, you know, most, there's a lot of things that transmit on 1.6 gigahertz cell phones, and there's all kinds of things. I sent you a. Uh, oh, did I didn't see it. I sent you on email. It's, uh, no, I, um, haven't, I haven't looked. There, I'll open it up. Things that could be 1.6 gigahertz. You know, there's um, cell phones. There's um, just all kinds of different. Let's see if I can pull this up. It says, well, oh, microwave ovens, TV broadcasts, mobile <laughs> phones, funny. wireless LAN, Bluetooth, <laughs> GPS, two-way radios, which they, you know, it could be anything. It's the uh, microwave oven in the camp kitchen. Yeah, every I mean, time they turn be... it on, they have a crisis in the place. What's going on? What's going it, on? Every time, they, they, every, time, they... every time I heat up my soup, everything. <laughs> it's a one thing gigahertz. A guy walks into the control center eating a a, a burrito. <laughs> a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> a microwave burrito. Hey, what's going on? Oh, you got that signal again. Oh God. Um. TT. We could do a spoof of this. It would be kind of good. It's already a spoof. We don't need to do that. TT is now willing to say there's a wormhole or portal on the ranch. And then he walked it back. Six get recoil signal passed. Answer, you're not previous research. You're not in control. Well, then, you're not in what we learned from our 20 years at the ranch. This is Colonel Allison. He says, you're not Alexander. You're not in control. It's in control. It is in control. Or, and then they dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. And, they, and, they, <laughs> and they do the. the what, oh. <laughs> oh, God. And then they go over to the cistern. And they go, let's go, go over to where the distortion in the tree was. Because the cistern's open. The cistern was open. Did you open that? I didn't open that. Why is this open? What? Who would this, open? Why is it open? This 20 pound thing on the thing got moved. Who would do this? Something's um, living in there. Maybe we should send a camera down. Yeah, last time. Is this where they poured the dye? Did they pour the dye in? I don't in know there? if they did it in there. They did it some other places, and it the green dye. It didn't. It didn't <laughs> go anywhere. Uh, that nothing came out of that. It um, came out of the stream. Did it? it? Just like water does. Yeah, it okay. came out in a stream somewhere on the ranch. God. Lower. And what about the radiation when they got all of a sudden? Oh yeah, they the, got the dozer. They went out there. Five thousand. They got a, you know, a 3,400 micron. And, uh, yeah, and that's I'm the other doing... thing. I mean, would, that would kill you, right? I mean, you know about radiation. Uh, that, I don't know. That what amount the, of radiation. I, I don't know what the levels are. They, it was just a spike. And then and then our, our instrument died. You mean the spike happened and then your instrument stopped working? Like it just fried itself? That might be, you know, it just like spiked. 
and then it stopped working. I mean, they, they constantly have these, uh, you know, these instrument problems, but they never follow up on analyzing specifically what's going on or it's like, and they, <laughs> our cameras stopped working while we're doing this thing. All our cameras stopped working for some reason. I mean, have you ever had a camera on your property stop working for no reason? Yeah, it's usually the battery's dead. Yeah, <laughs> the battery is dead. Okay. I have to charge it because yeah. it's not on solar. It's a, it's a battery die. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's uh, like stuff like that. Well, the so yeah, the, well, the radiation of the thirty five hundred CPM counts Michael. per minute. You know, yeah, well, that's three hundred times normal levels. Is what they said, but it spiked. And, get, let's yeah. get out of here. And then yeah. they drove, okay, well, well crack that, that me did, up. That didn't make sense yeah. because the <laughs> radiation wasn't happening where the bulldozer was. It was somewhere else on the ranch. It's like, what are you, where are you running to? Well, why going, are you running? Why don't you, why don't you call? If it's that critical it's, that you get out of the area, why don't you pick up a radio? Don't they have cell phones and well, radios? Well, the, you the, you got to drive out to where the problem is. The, the physicist, Taylor, he was out there with uh, with a radiation meter. He's not seeing anything out there. Yeah, he so saw like, it in his hand, and he's looking at it going, goes, what? I'm not seeing anything. Let's yeah, get out like, of here. Yeah, that was just, that was just theater. Um, three hours, of, their, their, their instrument died, and then after three hours started working again, I guess. I, with the uh, hand, I use a note-taking app, and so it translates my notes. And that one guy goes, when he saw that spike, he goes, I'm seeing a couple flavors of strangeness here. And the translation from my handwriting was couple flowers of starriness. That's as good. Yeah, that's better, I think. I like you should use that. Yeah, a couple, I'm seeing a couple flowers of starriness. I actually got to highlight that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where this, and again, people, we're watching it, so we're feeding uh, it to the ratings. Oh, I, I love the show, but it's just like, it's so, I mean, it's it's theater. I mean, it's just like, and this is not going to help the um, scientific investigation of UFOs. This no. is not helping. This is hurting. Um, it's like that thing that I'm learning to read on, on the Internet. Uh, read out loud for, for, for stuff. Where I was reading about uh, James McDonald's hypothesis. And he's talking about the psychic connection people with the UFO stuff. That's not helping anybody. That's just that's just uh, that's taken away from an actual yeah. scientific analysis of, of what this is and what's going on. It's just hurting the whole whole process. And yeah. so this show is actually um, working on it. I, you know, I have a feeling that they're 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 sort of serious about what they're doing, but it's just like uh, they're not. It is not a scientific analysis at any level. In you know, it's just not working i mean they're they'd never follow up on anything and well, next it's week just like any other show like dances with the stars it's yeah. all about ratings and it's about ratings and it's about money yeah so and it, you know it's def they're definitely not doing this from a scientific perspective as the uh, nasa press release said so um and then they go oh, next what we got to do is we need to shoot a rocket into the sky and it's like how is that that good for what they're doing with the rock well they're trying to init like when they're digging they're trying and like to, to initiate something yeah. they're trying to initiate a response which i get because that's what john alexander was stating when they did it they were dig they were digging in that same spot they go we weren't really trying to dig for anything and look 
for anything in the ground. Like when this show started, they were digging, trying to find something. Yeah. So all we were doing is trying to initiate some sort of reaction yeah. to see these things. And that's fine if it works, but you know, you've seen an orb or you're this, they're not digging during the night and they seem to think, see, they should dig at night and then put on their night vision. If this, you know what I mean? It would make more sense. Yeah, there's, there's, I don't know. They're not, this is not a serious, they're not serious no. about this. They're, they're just, they want, um, it's the theater. It's more theater. And then, um, what'd you think of the glowing fuzz ball at the end? Yeah, the moth or whatever it was. It I don't flew. think it was a moth, but what pissed me off is they go, um, Taylor goes, he goes, look, it went behind that tree, but every time it got close to the tree, they would cut away. So it's like, look, it went behind that tree. So it's like drifting along. And then as it gets, it go behind the tree. As it gets yeah. to the tree, they would cut away. They did that three times. He goes, look, it, and I, I'm not saying that that's, he, it looked like that, and they just recorded him saying that, but when I'm sure when they went back and looked at it, it went in front of the tree, and it's just like a, some sort of fuzz ball just, you know, moving along. It's, oh, some kind of just something floating in the air. Yeah, it's just something you floating say hair? in the air. Some hairball from a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> It looked like a, a cotton ball or a, a dandelion floating along. Yeah, some explainable thing. Yeah, and he goes, "Look, it, it it goes behind the tree. It does not go behind the tree. You can see that if they and they kept cutting right as it would get to the tree. They kept cutting yeah. away, and they did that three times, and that that was just wrong. You don't say it's going behind the tree and then don't show it. Going so, behind the tree. Yeah." And then they're going to Im uh, image process. Next week, they're going to, apparently, they're going to see a bunch of uh, UAPs, UFOs, uh, according to the preview. That should yeah. be interesting. So, I don't know. Maybe this is the finale, and they're going to have a big sighting, exciting sighting at the end to uh, prove once and for all that um, UFOs this, are real. Yeah. And they're over Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. We need to know why. Yes. Why are they there? What's the magic of Skinwalker Ranch? That show is killing me. <laughs> Absolutely killing me. So, oh, uh, hey, um, do we want to do? Um, we're going to talk about next week. We're going to talk about um, that UAP, UAP 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 report that just came out for um, the ships. They're saying it's a spy a Chinese spy ship release releasing yeah, what, is that what yeah That's i didn't read it, like. did it i just glanced at it but it's a long article so i mean it's a long read it's by All the right. drive and they're looking at ua they're they're saying a lot of these sightings are coincide with this freighter so it's a it's a long read so we'll read that and we'll talk about that next week yeah and then good. um um maybe we'll come back to um omni and that we <laughs> just keep reading in scully and let's see if we can find something to talk about it's a little, it's, I mean, there's a lot of, he's doing a lot of I think, prelude, prelude. Yeah, we're on. trudging through that. As I read this, I'm like, oh, I don't, or when are we, is there, yeah, okay. Yeah, we need yeah, to we just keep, do that. we need to just trudge through that. And well, at some point, let we'll me know jump. which, which chapter we want to do. Yeah, yeah, we'll, that. well, we might not talk about it. Just keep reading in it. Because right. um, once he starts getting into uh, some meat, he's just talking about, it's like, it's good. I recommend this book highly for people interested in UFO stuff. And it's Scully behind the flying saucers. Um, so, I mean, it's worth reading. We just got to, we we're not seeing any meat at this point. Yeah. 
And exactly. We need to That's keep why re- we're kind of drifting away. Yeah. Because <laughs> eventually we're going to move into the Aztec book. Massive yeah. Aztec book. Then Aztec 460 sightings. pages yeah. or whatever it is. Aztec sightings. And, and we'll see where that takes us. Uh, and Omni. I'll send you the next issue of Omni. You can yeah. start thinking about that. Good. Um, Sounds good. Omni had... Um, I don't know. They're saying that Penthouse had a circulation in 1995 of 1.1 1. 1 million. Um, I don't know what... Uh, and maybe the Omni... I don't know. Um, Longevity. Oh, Omni had a uh, bi. First six months audit bureau circulation. Omni had a Omni had a circulation of seven hundred thousand. That seems pretty good. I don't it know what, really that, good. what it what it takes to be viable. What ah, their advertising base like, was, or you don't get you're not paid on this two dollar and forty cent face. It's three value. Yeah, well, I know, yeah. but it was they get they had really good ads in it. We'll talk about it more. Yeah. I mean, seven hundred thousand. I want to see what their revenue was just on sales. Uh, they're bringing in two and a half million a month just on magazine sales. That doesn't count. Uh, I mean, subscriptions would be less, but the uh, and it's got did good they ads. Get killed after, did they get killed right after the UFO episode? Or UFO article. Six months. Six months. They were down, gone. Is there a connection? It's all part of the conspiracy. These <laughs> days, I think everything's a conspiracy, and it's all well, true. It's, a, it's oh, interesting coincidence. Yeah. I don't know. And we didn't get and, to. We were going to talk about the X Files. And those yeah, we'll weird, leave that. We'll leave that on the board for okay. next week. Yeah, next week. Okay, yeah. I think that's. Cool. I think that's it for today. We beat up. Cool. Skinwalker <laughs> and NASA. And NASA. So, <laughs> all right. We're two for two. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Alien Pro Podcast. We welcome comments, questions, or requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. Check out our website, alienprobe.net, Twitter, and Instagram at alienprobepod. See us on YouTube. Comment and like. See us uh, punch in Alien Probe Podcast. Doug Anthony will bring us to the top. Thanks to our senior producer, Robert Anthony, and of course, Dr. Bill. Thanks for joining in. Okay. Watch the skies. Watch the skies. (laughs) Watch the skies.